morning. I am excited. God's going to do something today. He told me. I any better because I got real short notes, but you know I'm not a short speaker. <clears throat> so the title for today is Memorials and Monuments. But it's not about tomorrow. Let me give you some of the definitions that memorial that uh, mean. One is to serve to persevere, to serve to preserve remembrance of a person or event. Two, something in honor of an event or person who's passed away. Well, some of the examples of that would be like tomorrow, Memorial Day. It's a special day set aside for those that were, have been fallen in the military which we celebrate with uh, all kind of parades and this, that, and the other, trying to show respect. You're not gonna thank them because they're already gone. You know, that's for veterans. Another is memorial service. Well, what's the difference? You know, I've, I've never sat down and figured out, what's the difference between a memorial service and a funeral? Well, I had to look it up. A funeral is an almost immediate uh, service for a disposition of a body. Where a memorial service doesn't have to have the body there. It's still giving honor to the person, whether it's with an urn or a picture or videos nowadays, um, to give that person honor. And always in a memorial, there's honor to be given, respect, dignity. Dignity, honor, respect are the common attributes of the memorial events. Something happened, either to a person or at a point in time that is notable. Now, here's a, a little different one. Um, these two are really close tied together, and sometimes you can't figure out why one's one and one's the other. But here's the definition of a monument. A monument is a statue, building, or other structure explicitly erected to commemorate a famous or notable person or event. Some of the examples of this can be a slab, a masterpiece, a shrine, a stone, a tablet. What's the most common monument that we see? Well, that's that's a good monument. But I was thinking one that's common in every town. Tombstone. Tombstone. Is there anything sacred about the tombstone? No. What's that tombstone there for? To bring that person into remembrance. 
That's all it's there for, is to bring that person into remembrance. It's not holy ground, because they're not there. Hopefully they're with Jesus. Some of the other uh, monuments uh, around uh, is, uh, well, the Statue of Liberty, but also uh, a big obelisk in Washington, D.C., the Washington Monument. Now, that that, that brings back to remembrance of what happened at that time, that Washington was in there, that you know, he was the general, and he was the first president, and this, that, and the other. We also have some uh, intertwining between monuments and memorials. You know, by the definition, should the Jefferson Memorial or the Lincoln Memorial be called memorials? Shouldn't they be called monuments? Because they're buildings. Well, the whole idea is to bring into remembrance of the notable times in history that these people were involved in. It's not so much the building as what happened. I have another one that's a, a bit of a quandary for me. Uh, it's the Arizona Memorial, if you know that's in uh, Pearl Harbor, when the battleship was sunk on uh, December 7, 1941. You know, that's, that's not a monument. It's a memorial. Why is it a memorial? Because it had to do with people had to do with people. Scripture speaks as a witness to God's participation in human history for the salvation of his people. In other words, God likes to work with us. Now, why does he like to do that? I don't know. (laughs) To be perfectly honest, some people I give up on from day to day But God never does, never does, never gives up on us. Thank you, Jesus. Well, the first scripture we're going to go to today is uh, Exodus 3.15. If we have that, if we don't, I've got it. There we go. All right. This is very interesting when I start to look this up. God also said to Moses... Say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has sent me to you. And probably the next verse says his name is a memorial. This is my name forever. You shall call me from generation to generation. The next one, let me read it as soon as I can. But it says, God's name is a memorial. Yahweh means memorial. Now, what does a memorial mean? It means you remember. You remember. This whole sermon is going to be about remembering. Remembering about God 
working with us. Let's look at some of the scriptures that uh, speak of God working with his people. Genesis 28, 10 through 21. Oh, that's 10. All right, let me get this up. I love electronics when they work correctly. All right. Then Jacob left Beersheba departed from Beersheba, went to Haran. He came to a certain place and spent the night there. Because the sun had set, he took one of the stones of that place and put it under his head and lay down in that place. Pretty tough pillow for me. I don't think I could do that. He had a dream, and behold, a ladder was set on earth with its top reaching to heaven. Wow. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. In other words, God was working on the earth, sending his messengers. And behold, the Lord stood above it. Whoa. He saw the Lord above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac, The land on which you lie, I will give it to you and to your descendants. Your descendants will also be like the dust of the earth. And you will spread out to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and your descendants shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you. And will keep you wherever you go, and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place. There is no, this is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So Jacob rose early in the morning. And took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on its top. He called the name of that place Bethel. We'll stop there. Just a stone. But he set it up as a pillar, as a remembrance as to what God had done and will do in his life. Because that wasn't a completely fulfilled promise at that time. Matter of fact, it was a long time. But the people are still blessing. God's people are still being blessed on the earth. Thank you, Lord. Next scripture, Exodus twelve fourteen. This is talking about Passover. This is a day that you are to commemorate the generations to come 
you shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord, a lasting ordinance and a lasting remembrance. Lasting remembrance between God and his people. Let's go to Joshua 4, 1 through 7. And the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan. The Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests are standing, and carry them over with you, and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder according to the number of the tribes of Israel, Israelites, to serve as a sign among you in the future when your children ask you, What? Do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. Thank you. Again, a memorial. A memorial of what? Well, they, were they just to look at the stones? No. No, the memorial is to show what God did. God participated with man. Of course, God did most of the participating. The people just had to walk across. He's the one that cut the waters off. <clears throat> oh, I love it when... Uh, when God works through other people to confirm the, the message that you have. Let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians 11, since we did communion this morning. Again, it's God participating. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Well, we just had communion. So we, we looked at the death and resurrection of Jesus. But there's a second part to that promise. Until he comes. There's a promise. Not only did he do one thing, he's going to do another. It's not the sacrifice is done, but Jesus isn't done. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I, and I have one. Let's go to Acts 10.25. This one astounded me when I saw this one. <clears throat> uh, you're probably going to have to do 26, too. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. The rest of the scripture goes... Um, No, I better look it up. 
I can do it, but it uh, probably won't be exactly the point I want to get across. But the point was that Cornelius was praying. And all of a sudden, an angel showed up. That shakes you up a little bit once in a while. It doesn't normally happen to me. When I'm praying, an angel just shows up and says, Hey, God's heard you. Your alms and prayers have been heard by God as a memorial. And the memorial was that God decided because this agent here on earth prayed that he would be the one to initiate Gentiles being accepted into the church. Again, God doing something. It's important that we remember what God has done in our lives. Personal memorials of God uh, acting in my life are very interesting to me. Said, I remember the day I got saved. I was in a church that's no longer in existence, at least the building. Church is still around, but not that building. And in the evening, when the pastor said, If any of you wants to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, Raise your hand, and when you, then, then you'll come down to the front of the altar. I could not keep my hand down. Literally, I could not keep it down, and went up, and God changed my life. And then I was baptized in that church, and water. And then I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, all within a year, all within a year. Then I went to an Assembly of God, uh, I'm trying to remember what they called it, a camp meeting, camp meeting in Michigan. And probably the last day of the camp meeting, last day we were there, I felt God call me into the ministry. I remember these things. These are in remembrance. This is what God did. This is what I did. This is what God did. And I got one more that's interesting. In 2004, my wife and I were right here, having hands laid on us, being ordained as pastors. I remember that. Sometime ask me about that. That's very interesting. I'm, it's been confirmed to me that we're supposed to be there. It was confirmed to me that night. But we'll not go there at this time. Now, why am I telling you all this? Well, here's why. Because I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to bring each and every one of you into remembrance this day of what God has done in your life. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray right now. Holy Spirit, you have set this time apart. 
You are the one that brings remembrance to us for the things that you have done in our lives. Lord, I pray right now that you would speak to each person in here to bring them back into remembrance of the things that you have done, that you have participated in their lives for and will continue to participate in their lives. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I ask that you would now, now, meet with us anew and afresh with new wine. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.